You don't have to know a lot of things in order to make a huge difference for the Lord in the world. But you do need to know a few things that are great and be willing to live for them and die for them. Will I let Jesus prove to me that he's truly my strength? To let him prove inside of me that through him I can do all things. The True Strength Life Podcast with Aaron Simpkins. Check out TrueStrengthApparel.com for clothing you'll love with a message you can trust. That's TrueStrengthApparel.com. All right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the True Strength Life podcast. Aaron here, and I am with Rare of Breed. I just made sure I got the name correct right before we started this, and I believe I'm right. But this is Rob. Yes, sir. Artist named Rare Breed. So what's going on? What's up, brother? I'm glad we finally got to chop it up. It's been yes, a, sir. It's been a long time coming, but uh, I'm glad we got to do it. For sure. Yeah. So uh, Rare Breed. So, I mean, let's just, uh, I guess let's start, at, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Start at the beginning of, um, you know, well, your beginning. And then and then kind of kind of tie in your life and, and how it, you uh you came to find Christ and and how all that worked out. Yeah, I mean, just rare breeding itself. I mean, just kind of a. I feel like I always stood out. Like I didn't really fit in any crowds or any cliques or anything. You know, I mean, I had friends and stuff, but I always stood out. And people were just like, you know, one of my good friends I grew up with. He's like, man, you stand. He's like, you're rare, bro. You're rare, and that always kind of stuck. You know, and so the of breed just kind of, you know, it was kind of like adding to it. You know, with the name, but I mean, I. I so, I mean, I was a, I was a foster kid. I went to foster care when I was eight years old. And, um, you know, that, that kind of, that molded me because when I got to my grandparents took care of me and, and they took me to a therapist and, you know, just try to get my, my, just, just the things I was going through, get it out. And the therapist handed me a notebook and said, um, cause I was a quiet kid. You wouldn't know it if you listened to the music, right? but, uh, they said, you know, give him a notebook, let him write down what he's feeling. So, mm that's kind of where, where my entire like music career or lyrics or poetry or, you know, whatever, I mean, anything I put out, that's where it started was like at age 10 with a notebook and, uh, started writing poetry. That was a big thing. And then, uh, then I heard Tupac and Buster Rhymes and all those guys. And, <laughs> and like, you know, I was like, man, you mean, you mean to tell me I don't have to like, you know, just go in, I could, I could do this faster, you know? Um, yeah. and that's what kind of got me into, into music, you know what I'm saying? And I, I started, in a lyric to high school when I was 16 into a military academy uh I was just that kid you know that people wrote off and mm. uh, I was just just selling selling stuff on campus and I was always getting high and just just a, I was just you know uh went to a military school and uh Greer got out trouble um it's just been a long ride man and and my wife and I uh came to Christ together September 4th 2011 which uh wow. 10 years this year yeah man um, she knew she needed, she needed change, you know, she was just in the bar scene, just, you know, just living it up, living it up. And, 
and uh, we both met as, I guess, just broken people, you know, mm. and knew what we needed. And we went to, uh, you know, we ended up going to a church down the street in Winston-Salem, which is uh, here in North Carolina. And uh, it was this big white church. And I was like, man, if we if we go to church, I want to go to that church. You know, I, didn't, I had no idea. I had no idea about denomination. I didn't know, you know, and this was a big Pentecostal church. Like, boy, they threw down. Like, Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but man, we, we, it was just that, it was just that day, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, my life was absolutely changed from that moment on. So the music is really just a byproduct of what God did in my heart um, that comes out in the music. Cause I mean, the bigger story is really how he changed my life and, and made me a father and a husband. And um, so that's kind of the bigger um, thing, but I had somebody come up to me at like six months in, I was doing, um, discipleship and they were like, Hey brother, I heard you rapped. And I'm like, where'd you hear that at? You know, cause I did, I did secular rap before. And, uh, I was like, what CD you've been listening to, you know? And, uh, he said, man, you could do that in the church. The first Lecrae song I heard, bro, I heard the well, first, it, it, was Lecrae. Song. it is like, I, it, just, <laughs> it is what it is. So I'm sitting yeah. there and this is just a real story. I'm sitting there and I'm with my cousin and this is before I met Christ. We're sitting there smoking, you know, just hanging out, like hanging out on, um, uh, on the porch. He's like, man, you got to hear this song, um, uh, by Lecrae. I'm like, who's Lecrae, man? And I'm sitting there and I'm high, bro. Like I just, I'm just hanging out. And, um, uh, what was, uh, uh, it's four o'clock in the morning. Oh, what's the name of the song? I can't think of it, man. Uh, was it off his first album sold out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, chest burning, uh, keep reoccurring. Um, oh man, I don't know why I can't. I, I know the song too, but I can't think I of the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was the first song, and I was like, this is dope. Like, this is cool. Like, this hits home. Like, this is hard, you yeah. know. And um, but anyway, yeah. Six months in, I was like, all right, Lord, if you want me to um, um, if you want me to use this music, and I had that stigma about like, dude, no rap in the church. Like, I mean, yep. I had that. I had enough of that going in. So, but I was like, mm. if you want to use this, then use it. So. And then I made my first album, This Road, which was in 2012. And now we're on album six, I think. Five or six, yeah. Wow. So it's been a ride, you know? But super Wow. Fun. Wait, 20, 2011. Wait, actually, that I think that Lecrae song is from uh, Rehab. Okay. Because that, yeah. Yeah, I Cause, can't admit. Because Sold Out came, in 2000, came out in 2004. As soon as I get off here, I'm gonna go listen to that song. And I'll be like, man, was, it hits just as hard as it did before. But I was like, I'll be like, yeah, that's the name of it. I might yeah. think of it before this is over. But yeah, that was the first one I heard. But, um, but yeah, man, it just kind of cultivated and into the music. So, sure, that's dope. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So for for reference, uh, how old are you now? Thirty-one. I'm thirty. Yeah. There, right there. I thought so, it, I thought life was over. Like when I was eighteen, <laughs> I was like, "Bro, when I was eighteen, I was like, when I turn thirty, when I turn I know. thirty, it's all over." But I feel like I don't know if you feel like I feel like I'm in my prime. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like it, it, you should feel better than ever. I tell my boy all the time. I'm like, man, don't let age be a barrier because yep. a lot of people they'll be like, "I'm too old to do this. I can't do this no more." And I'm like, "Dude, that's the biggest lie, bro. Like it's all about mindset. And like you're better than you were before. You got more wisdom and life experience now." So. Yeah. Honestly, I've I've kind of learned to uh to look at 30, you know, that that decade of 30 to 40. I've kind of learned to look at that as like you're you know, you're right. That is that is kind of your prime because you think about it, you've had the you have the most life experience and wisdom you uh, obviously up to that point in your life, mm -hmm. but 
physically you're still you're you know you're still you still have the capability to to go to you know a much higher level um you know after 40 especially after 50 physically you know yeah you're going to go down no matter what but 30 you, st- you know you still can go up right and uh of course i kind of like in the back of my mind i view it through like weightlifting and stuff like that so i that's kind of what i'm thinking of but oh that's um, right yeah yeah true strength true strength apparel hey shout building. out yes sir <laughs> yes sir but yeah man yeah 31 and uh i feel good i feel good so that's good wow uh i didn't know we were actually that close in age I, I thought you were, I either, I honestly thought you were like 27, 28, or you were like 35. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a big mystery. We'll put it, <laughs> no, we'll put it, we'll put it right in the middle. So there you go. It's good, man. It's good. I'm, I'm good. I mean, where are you? Um, so you're located, where are you located? South Jersey. Okay. You are in Jersey. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was up there. I knew it was up there somewhere. See, you know, it's like, it's funny because I've been to Jersey once. I've been in New York a few times. Ohio and stuff, and always I feel like I was in Ohio last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Ohio. I like it a lot. Yeah, I was really in Pennsylvania, but I crossed over Ohio uh, a couple times. So there is is uh, there's a lot of Amish neighborhoods <laughs> like in Pennsylvania. I mean that has nothing to do with. But I'm just yeah. saying, like when I went to Ohio, I went to this huge like Amish. It was cool. But uh, now I was saying from the like when you're at the bottom of the map, you're just like all right up there. Like you just kind of everything above a everything's up there. You're just, it's kind of up there, you know, and you're like, anyway, but yeah, no, Jersey is uh, somebody was, somebody was like, man, people in New York and New Jersey, man, they're just different. You know, they got this <laughs> air about them. Dude, I stopped at a Wawa, man. Like, I think that's what. Hey, right? hey Wawa. Like, shout out. Uh, I stopped at a Wawa and like people were mad nice. Like I was like, is this, you know, this is northern <laughs> hospitality, you know, like I, I was like, I was like, they were tripping, man. This is a lie. It's a complete lie. I was in Wawa two times today. Yeah. Yeah. So down here, down here at Sheets. So Sheets yeah. is wait, yep. y'all got Sheets. Y'all got a y'all Pennsylvania. We we don't have Sheets in Jersey, but we have Sheets in Pennsylvania. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Wawa. Yeah, Jersey. That's cool. We just got Royal Farms too. I don't know if you know what that is. No, I don't. No. I I, I think that's a Maryland thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're out here talking about convenience stores. I know. I know. Hey, <laughs> hey it, it took a turn. But uh, my engineer lives in New Jersey, so I got to get back up there. Sweet. So. Hey, Wawa, sponsor this. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, that's actually, that's pretty sweet. You. So, uh, two things. One, awesome that you, you had the same – you were going through the same time period and same journey in your faith uh, with your wife. That's really cool. Uh, obviously like that's gotta be such a, uh, such an amazing, you know, pivotal foundational point in your, in your relationship for you guys to have that together. Um, and, and then as soon as you said it was at a Pentecostal church and you got saved, I was like, you, so you literally caught the Holy ghost. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was the church was powerful, you know. Yeah. And as I got a couple years in, you know, learning more about doctrine and just direct and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, obviously there was some, you know, differences there, but uh we we loved the church where we were at and it was just like, yeah, it was it was powerful. But I mean, somebody would take a lap. Somebody would take a lap, you know. They, ah. they passed the baton, that's for sure. You got to get that cardio in somehow. Yeah. 
but it uh yeah that day changed my life it's funny man we're gonna be in louisiana this weekend and we got a show in franklinton which is an hour and a half above new orleans and it's at this mud park like atv parks like oh wow yeah it's really awesome i've never done a mud park and uh um but they got hit by the hurricane i didn't hear anything from the hurricane yeah i was was about to ask you the last week all i've been hearing about is the stuff going on in afghanistan you know all this stuff everything that's going on and i heard nothing about the hurricane so they're like yeah we're about to get hit by category four i'm like what you know wow but uh she said they didn't get hit too hard and she's like hey events still on we just got some down trees and stuff i'm like all right you know and i think we're gonna just go down there and do some mission work while we're down there man and just help out you know where we did and and do the concert but uh but that'll be september 4th that'll be 10 years so i think it'll be special that'd be 10 years since uh met the lord had an encounter officially you know wow so, and you and you know like you know the date that's pretty sweet yeah i can't forget it you know yeah and it's it really is etched you know it really is so mm. for sure so when did you meet the lord when what was it do you, do you know when you I mean, obviously when did you get saved when i get saved you know what's funny about the when did you get saved question? Okay. okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. There's a, there's, there's a lot of theological debate around that. Sure. Um, you know, the, the certain date or it's a, or it's a, you know, walked out like, like faith journey, you just know. It's right. not necessarily by your deeds, but it's just like it's a change of heart and on how you move. And, and, and it just somewhere in that time it happened but it's not an exact like you can't know the you can't pinpoint it so anyway i know you probably know what i'm talking about but anyway uh the day that i think i was saved um i was uh i was i was five and it's coming i was at a uh a father son this was in maine because i was born and raised in maine actually um and we, my dad and I were at a father son uh, church event, and they had talked about the gospel, you know, at the event and stuff. And I remember, you know, my dad was asking me questions on the way home, and then we pulled into the driveway uh, or into the garage. And the way that I remember, of course, I'm probably off a little bit, but the way that I remember it is he basically was like, you know, do you understand kind of what was talked about? And I, I said, yeah. And, uh, and he's you know do you want to do you want to get saved i said yeah and so then i got saved there's a moment yeah <laughs> was, yeah, my, yeah my son asa he's a i mean he he just really has a connection with the lord and he's like eight you know yeah. so i know early on you know that he's really recognized and and just kind of understands in a deeper relationship so yeah that's dope yeah man um yeah i was interviewing uh lavoisier last summer and he said I, I shared that testimony with him too. And, and, and he said, he said, yeah, bro, you know, not everybody's got to have some, some crazy backstory. He, you know, I, uh, uh, he said, I, I pray that, you know, my prayer for my kids is that, that the Lord keeps them, you know, not, not has, you know, to where they don't have to go through everything I went through to, to see the Lord. Um, because I, for a while I was, uh, uh, for a while I was not ashamed of my testimony, but just like, felt like I didn't have any room to share it. Like, cause it was, it, it just, I knew that to a lot of people it would just come off like, you know, cookie cutter. Like, you know what I mean? Raised in a Christian household, always went to church my whole life, got saved to five. Um, and it just, it sounds clean. But then I, when I thought about it more, I'm like, isn't that what we want though? 
I agree. Like, isn't that as Christian parents, don't we, wouldn't we want our kids to get saved young and then live for the Lord? Not that I've lived all my years for the Lord, because that's definitely not true. No, um, yeah, but that's powerful, though. That's powerful. Yeah. I mean, you ain't think about it. For sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you let's get let's get back into the music. Um, 2011, you said was your first album, or 2012, right? Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Now, how uh, how much then were you aware of like the Christian rap scene? Yeah, I mean, um, it was really. I mean, I would say like definitely Lecrae, definitely the you know the bigger you know one one six and um and and that you know I didn't really get deep into it. I was I was kind of more focused on what I was writing and if I was like pleasing the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Rather yeah. Than, so I didn't really look at the scene like that, but I knew I needed to just kind of focus and write and try to figure out where I was going, you know, what God was doing in me. Um, but yeah, I was new to it. I was definitely new to it, you know. But as I started making it, it seemed like more people came around and I heard more stuff. You know, as you get in that culture. I yeah. Just kinda, yeah, that's just kind of how, you know, what happened. So That's cool. Because I always wonder, uh, I always wonder about guys who, you know, in the beginning of their Christian rap career, um, did they have a, an extensive knowledge or uh, of the history of Christian rap or like all the Christian rappers at that time? Or were they literally like kind of on their own, still listening to like 50 Cent, Eminem, Tupac and all them, but writing their own Christian rap and then putting that out? So I, I just I, I always like to hear, you yeah. know, kind of their, their mindset behind that. Yeah, I mean, when I well, when I got say, bro, like I really like secular music to me, like was just, you know, he had changed like my ears, my heart, my mind. Like I was like, it was so hard to listen to anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but uh, I mean, I liked. I liked Ishan too. Ishan was like just really dope to me, um, and some of those guys. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on. Uh, well, the Ambassador and T Bone were my two first, first. Well, and KG Five Two were my introductions. Uh, I got a. I remember. I remember the first albums I ever got was a, the Ambassador Christology, mm-hmm. came out in ninety nine. Um, KG52 was on a mixtape, Uprock, Uprock mixtape, volume two, Uprock Records, and uh, T Bone's Gospel Alpha Mega Funky Boogie Disco Music album. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had it running. Yeah, T Bone's uh, a monster, too. He's a monster. Yeah. He's great. Um, so, yeah, those are heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a. Is still, is still putting out stuff here. You know, he's still, he's yeah. still rolling. So. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I did a shirt collab with him a couple of years ago. Um, and so I, I text him, you know, anytime he releases new music, I'll text him and I'll be like, Yo, bro, you were in the pocket on that one. And he's like, yeah, I still got some gas in the tank. <laughs> All right, we're here. So if you, if you can't tell on the audio, we had to, uh, to, uh, restart things and, and, uh, and uh, keep going. So we're going to just end that last point that was just made um, and move on to something else. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so uh, uh, let's talk about, um, let's talk about, obviously, okay, you just came out with God's way. Right. Before we, before we get into that, 
Yeah. I want to know, um, do you have uh, some sort of a history or a love or something when it comes to country music? Yeah, so I do. And uh, um, so my, my dad and my uncle and all those, like before I went to foster care, they took me around town. They played country. So I always saw that growing up. And I almost like I always had like a love for it. You know what I'm saying? But as I ventured towards hip hop, right, I kind of, I think I forgot about my roots a little bit, you know, because I did have a lot of roots in country music, like just, and naturally I felt like I could sing it a little bit too. So when I was kind of creating the sound and just kind of my direction, um, it came from that. And that's why I like Back to My Roots, you know, like the title of that song, it just kind of, it was the start of it to where I kind of took it back. So. Dope. Yeah, man. So. All right, so now let's let's talk about how you uh, created a musical genre. <laughs> so, ex- explain yeah. what God Twang is. Yeah, so this, I, I figured this would be the most frequently asked question, right? Yeah, people are like, "Man, what is this?" He's putting it out everywhere. This is, you know. So my thing is, if you hear it, you get it, right? Like. You hear it, you hear what I'm, you know, like, oh, that's God's man. Like, you can, um, but like, I sat here for six months just like working on like myself and just, I felt like my music was cool, you know, and I felt like, and I said, Rob, what do you really want to do? And I was talking to Dad, Dad, what do you really want me to do? And um, I felt like he was like, you know, you need to reach, you know, the people that aren't being reached. So I was, my, my cousin was a huge fan of country rap. And then obviously, you know, I did Christian rap and I was like, wait a minute, um, as I started to make God twang, uh, and this is a long story getting to the point, but as I started, uh, I said country rap, but a lot of it's vulgar. A lot of it is the content I don't like. And then Christian rap, nobody's brought this country sound like not, well, I know a couple of guys, um, but I felt like I wanted to do that too. Right. So I wanted to bridge the gap. Um, and when I sent it to my boy, he was like, dude, this is, he's like, it's kind of country. He's like, it's obviously Christian. And he's like, what do you, what is it? And I was like, it's God twang. And he's like, what? I'm like, God twang. That's what it is. And uh, <laughs> I, it just came out and he was like, I'm going to call you back. So an hour later, he called me back. He didn't like the idea. But an hour later, he called me back. He's like, bro, you need to put that on everything. He's like, you need to put that on everything. You know, and it, it just, it was just one of those things. You know, I, I was, it's, it's kind of, it blends. The root word, God, that's the foundation of my music always. And then it was just a little bit of twang. Just a little bit of twang. That's what I felt. Um, With a little bit of twang. Yeah. Uh, You know, it wasn't like straight country, country, you know, but it was just a little bit of twang when I was singing the hooks. And I was like, I like this. So, yeah. It is is dope. And I got to be honest with you, as somebody who has been anti-country his whole life. (laughs) um, Yeah. Yeah. I uh I can I rock with this. I I like this sound. Yeah. Um and cuz it's it yeah, it it hits a spot. It hits a it hits a demographic of people that um you know that it needs to that need to to hear this content and also, you know, like that sound. Yeah. Um right. And I uh I I up until really like this year, I wasn't even aware that country rap was really a thing. Right. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to even remember who was the ones I heard. Um, 
But basically, I think basically, honestly, you were probably the first one that I heard really do it. Yeah. Um, and then it just it just made me curious of of like if there was other guys doing it out there like that. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a thing. You know, it's definitely a, a genre. You know, it really is. Um, and I, you probably found that out by now. But yeah, man, I just feel like you know I feel like there was a gap there. There was something. There was a need there. And then same thing with CHH. So I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, I'll be the guy, you know, I'll, you know, to kind of bring both worlds together. And Why not? yeah, so it just felt yeah. right. So is, uh, are you God twang for good now? Or are you, you going to go back and forth? <laughs> That's a good question. Cause, uh, you know, I'll snap and, uh, he said, uh, one of my best friends, he's like, Oh, there he is. You can't take it out of him. You know, like you just <laughs> go off on a track. And it's not like twangy at all. And you're just snapping. He's like, here he is. He's like, he's from the depths, you know, just messing with me. Um, no, nah, I mean, both, you know, I mean, you kind of get all of it. I think my musical styles did take a little bit of a, 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 a switch, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To say you're going to hear similar records that you heard on, like, the past albums, probably not. You know, but to say you're going to hear yeah. all that, that's not true either. You know, because I have some records with Lauren Day that are, like, pop, but, like, hard you know just hard like i don't it's it's hard to explain you know and i think in general every i feel like everything we're doing up to this point is a different sound in it you know like so i think it's special i think that we're in a special place with music to be honest that's cool now i I will say i will say there one of the how do i put this uh for people starting you know nowadays i've noticed um you know even with me just doing my podcast you know i got some of the closest friends to me are are the, you know the ones that don't support me at all <laughs> uh because right, because right. they just you know they just don't want to listen to me talk more than they already do um <laughs> and uh and so <clears throat> so you're doing something that um is i kind of lost my train of thought but it's uh uh you're doing something that is different obviously um yeah, yeah let's kind of run this into tiktok and, and i'm going to touch on a point you just said um where it's gonna you're gonna still snap on some stuff but you're gonna that god twang sound is kind of gonna be infused in a lot of things so what yeah. i've noticed from your tiktok videos is if you if you were just regular rapper rob mm-hmm. there, to be quite honest with you doing what you're doing on tiktok there there wouldn't be much for why you would stand out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but now that you've infused that god twang sound into what you do on tiktok with covers and all you stick out it's dope it's different and and i think you know that probably has a big reason for why you you blow it up on tiktok which is something else we can get into right now yeah um so talk talk about that you know if if what i just said made any sense for you to talk about oh absolutely and i'm I'm gonna tell you straight up when i when i first started doing it i've held on to this stuff for years like a couple years at least okay and i was i was almost well i was well not not all of it but like you know a couple of songs because i was kind of going you know i'm just doing those things and I'm like, man, do I want to put this out? Like, I kind of had a fear of what people would think. I'm like, man, he done switched up. Like, what's he doing now? What's, he, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this in the most authentic way possible. But it, for me, it was like getting over the fear thing, too, of like, hey, go for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. 
it's something that you feel really good about, like you feel at home, you know, you feel like it's your sweet spot, go for it. Um, and I was, I told my boy, I was like, I feel like this could flop or pop, you know, essentially. And uh, it didn't flop. So, you know, it's, it's done well. So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. Cause even like I said, when you're, uh, when you go and watch his TikTok videos, which anybody listening, you're going to go do, um, when you mm-hmm. listen to your covers, you have that little, I don't even know what it's called, but you have that little twangy sound, but you're still rapping. Yeah. And yeah. And, and again, yeah. that sticks out and it, but it's, it sounds good though. And it, and it, and it, and it works. Um, yeah. Right. And that's you, like, that's you though. That's yours. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, and it's crazy. You're not going to hear like a country song every cover, right? I mean, the covers, you don't yeah. even know what's coming next. The, like, yo, my, just, the ones I listened to over and over and over was the old Dr. Dre beats. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So I sat here and I'm like, oh, should I do it? That's a classic. Should I do it? You know? And my wife's like, don't do it. You know, we know that everybody <laughs> knows that song, lyric for lyric, bar for bar. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna snap on them, you know. So it was a, it was actually a lot of fun because it was really easy to write. Like just, just that, that nostalgia, and just writing the beat and stuff. It was like, it was probably the one of the most fun. I mean, a couple of the most fun ones I've had, like at all, you know, all together. So yeah, I totally get that. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, so talk about TikTok for a second. Like, how did you come upon trying that, and then how did it blow up? Oh, yeah. That's a great. Uh, I told myself I wasn't getting on TikTok. I don't know how many stories you hear like that. Yeah. They'll be like, you know, I'm too old for that. I don't even know what that is. You know, that's the devil. You know, like Bobby Boucher's mama. And uh, <laughs> I got... Uh, China, and, and China going to own, own your soul, too. Don't forget. Dude, I just, I just, I was like, let me stay away, you know. Um, but I, <laughs> it's cool. I'm going I'm to try it. So I did a few, you know, it's funny. I did a few videos and uh, it was okay, but it didn't really do anything right. Then I did the Waymaker remix. Have you heard the Waymaker remix yeah. I did early yep. on? So I did that. I put it on my TikTok, and I forgot my password, and I didn't back it up. So I can not log <laughs> into TikTok. My cousin calls me. He's like, bro, he's like, you're Waymaker. He's like, have you been on TikTok? I'm like, dude, I can't even log in. I haven't been on two weeks. I'm going to have to start over or something. He's like, man, Waymaker's got like 100,000 views. And I'm like, what? You know? And I was like, but I still couldn't log back in. So I was like, wow, this is something that people really like, you know, taking something they know. And then and uh, but I was always against remixes. But I was like, man, if, if this is something that can can build, why not? You know, and um, I started a new TikTok. I started with the Wavemaker remix. <laughs> that was my thing, because I knew I was like, you know, it, it did well. Maybe it'll do well again. And that kind of that kind of got it like encouraged me like, hey, this app can work if you do it the right way. So, wow. yeah. so, so when I say, uh, when I, to the people listening now, when I say that, that he's blown up, he's got over 400,000 followers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a small amount. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and that's not tidy. Uh, no, and you got a couple, you got a couple million views. That's not a small amount. So, mm-hmm. You know, here's this, here's this, you know, rapping country boy uh, from down south, and he's he's a big deal on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I'm curious uh, as a, <laughs> I, I get, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm a content creator, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. How, 
so how'd you go about the the promoting it process to to or or did it kind of just catch on or, organically from people sharing it and stuff yeah yeah it did it was super organic um it was like what's crazy let me tell you aaron like, like this has been like the best year for my music you know it really has it's yeah. so encouraging and and uh but yeah i mean it just caught on organically and then like you know the way it interacted and stuff was different i just felt like i could use it well you know and one thing i've always i feel like i've you know i want to be consistent with everything i do um so i was like you know i'm gonna get some consistent stuff going and just kept it going and kind of stayed in kind of the cover vein and like the remix um and then i put out god's wing which was the song that first song you know a whole lot of god what you know i put that out and it it got like 250 300 views i was like finally like a regular song you know what wow. i'm saying it was so encouraging and i was like it doesn't matter if i put out covers or regular songs i've built like you know there's a platform here um and it, not only 400,000 on tiktok i was you know what's been a real blessing is it went from 2000 on youtube to over 30,000 subscribers right yep you know instagram same thing grew like 10,000% or something you know all of the platforms streaming spotify apple music like it's been almost a great funnel. Yeah. Like I've spent like nothing on promotion. TikTok has been my, like, that's been my, you know, thing to be able to promote everything else. So it's been really encouraging, you know. So. Now I want to. I'm sure you've probably thought that you know you've had this thought process, but I want to go back mm -hmm. for a second. We just got done talking about how you blew you you blew up on on TikTok and everything else mm -hmm. organically um but right before that so you 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 blew up organically from a sound that mm -hmm. has al has always been in you but that you were but you were scared to kind of put it out because you you just weren't sure about it and didn't know if it would catch on and and you kind of held it down and pushed it down for a while but then you actually did it and now what did you just say this has been the best year of music in my life yeah um and I don't know if you've, you know, you've thought that in that way, um, but like, how much does that have to do with, uh, like, how much does that have to do with what you've learned in, in your walk with the Lord? Because that's, you know, you took a step of faith, you, you, uh, mm -hmm. you, you didn't, um, you acted against fear. You didn't let, you know, mm -hmm. fear drive your, uh, drive your music and what you did. Um, you went against it, even though you were scared of it. Um, and now look what happened. Yeah. My favorite verse um, is Galatians 6, 9. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, right, if we faint not. And the way I read that, I'm like, man, I've been 10 years into this, over 10 years, you know? And I'm like, there's so many times that I wanted to give give up, like, and I was just like, you know, maybe, like, I knew I had, I felt like I had a gift, got to give me a real gift and, like, a passion for it. But I was like, maybe it's just not, you know, I don't know. But I kept pushing. And um, I almost felt like, yeah, taking those steps like even to get on tiktok because i was like i'm not getting on tiktok but i'm like you know let me try it you know i'm gonna go with the sound because i really feel like it's in my heart you know what i'm saying oh, i don't want to do it but let me let me do this you know and i think taking that step of faith is, is huge because i feel like once you get out of that fear and step into that you know it's like that line and we all struggle with that you know it did not just music obviously just life you know fear of choices a fear of you know failure a fear of all these things. And when you get beyond that and uh, somebody said, you know, I don't have to make every shot I take. I just got to make a few, you know, yep. and 
I feel like that was my shot. So and and you also won't in, you know you also won't make so, any if you don't take and, a um, shot. I mean, God's really blessed it, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, keep shooting, you know. But yeah, it's it's encouraging. I mean, ten years in, it's encouraging, you know. And just the people it's reaching, man. I told I told my wife one night. I said, you know, how do you feel about reaching people, you know, just in different setting, right? We've done church ministry and outreach ministry for ten years. And I said, what about the people in the bars? What about the people in the saloons? What about the folks at the mud parks? What about you know? And yeah. I was like, what about, what about that? Like, do you see anybody reaching them with the gospel, with the game? And I was like, why? She's like, cause it's probably frowned upon, you know, going to the, you know, that, you know, or there's just nobody who stepped out and done it. So I almost felt like missional, you know, I feel like everything I've done is missional. So I feel like it was almost a mission to, to, to bring truth to, you know, those who may not, you know, hear it. That's so, dope. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's, that's so cool that's that's pretty to kind of relate it that's uh it's pretty similar to um a recent interview i did with a guy named uh angel kiros and he he's a he's a political commentator uh, about our age um but his journey to getting into specifically doing political commentating was he said he said very obviously I'm a conservative and that's, that's what I talk about. That that's who I am, how I talk and all that. He said, but he said, but the conservative side is typically known as, you know, the side that talks about God and uses God to make their points and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he said, but, but when I, he said, when I got deeper into these conservatives and the movements and stuff, there really wasn't actually much God. It was just using God to, you know, push their agendas and uh, and he said, so I I looked at it as kind of what you just said. He he said, I looked at that as, you know, the I need to get on the insides of these conservatives movements and circles to to as a mission field to, you know, to to be a uh, have a gospel presence with an actual gospel presence, you know, within that, yeah. um, which is what you just said with with going to mud parks, going to, you know, saloons and bars and. Uh, and all that because you know there's there's a ton of christian rappers that go to clubs and and do that that type of thing but there's probably not a ton of christian rappers that can go to mud parks and saloons and stuff like that like how yeah. you can right yeah i mean definitely missional you know definitely just to shine a light and um and um i was actually you have you ever you you probably never heard have you heard of an artist uh called jelly roll I know it sounds. <laughs> I've heard the name, yeah. All right, cool. So he's 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 you know he's pretty big. He has a big following, um, but he's you know kind of country rap, but not really more you know rhythm. I don't know how to really explain, but he's it's got he's got really good message, right? And um, I went to I was doing a show in Wichita a week ago. And it was hot, boy, it was hot. And I was downtown. I was doing that show, and Jelly Roll was in town, which I do like his music. I was it was right beside my hotel, and he was having a concert, and I was like, man. I wonder if it's sold out. It usually is. And I, I got over there after my concert. He hadn't gone on yet. And I bought a ticket. I walked in and I was like, you know, and it was like I walked in and it was like a weed cloud, you know, like just as tall as the eye can see, you know, like it was just yeah. it, it, it yeah. wasn't my scene anymore. Right. But I went in there and I, I was listening to the music and I was I was seeing how people react. And I was like, just praying. I was like, what if I could go into this 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 place? And I could do one song and I could bring people light and I could tell them, hey, you don't have to sit there and struggle with these same 
things, you, there's a way out, you mm. know? And I feel like a lot of people relate to music because they're like, oh, I'm not alone. I feel that way. And I like, I want to go in and be like, hey, there's a way out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For you, there's a light. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to keep succumbing to these things. And anyway, it was a powerful moment for me, though, because I was like, this, this is probably this is something that I can see how God could use it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, you should not have been at that secular concert. believe it was different it was i mean i'm not you know i was i was like oh you know i'm kind of by myself you know my knees are locking up because i've been on my feet all day and i'm like goodness am i getting uh, a second hand high right now what's going on (laughs) yeah yeah i felt fine i didn't stay quite the whole time you know i was like all right now fight breaker i'm out you know what i'm saying i gotta see my (laughs) my family tomorrow you know i'm out you know i saw what i needed to um but anyway yeah that's what it was good yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up Jelly Roll now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, and actually, to end on that TikTok note, um, I uh, <laughs> I actually just put out my first couple TikTok videos uh, like yesterday, yeah. um, and uh, I got a whole one like so far. Nice. You know, it, <laughs> dude, it's it's a it's a grind. I'm telling my I'm uh, I'm getting other people like I can talk to you afterwards too on like some you know some tips and stuff to do it but it's uh yeah just just finding like it really is about niche it really is about crowd and like direction you know i heard that my whole life in music like you have to have a like a specific direction right and i was like well i just want to make what i want to make you know and this was the most specific direction i had when i did god swing and it fit you know it was a it, it it that's what latched on and built a foundation. So like a lot of people go on there, obviously, and they're like, right, they just do funny TikToks all the time, but they know they got their, that's their niche. And it's like finding that, you know, be huge. And Christian TikTok is a huge platform, you know, like just the whole, like there's a lot of believers on TikTok too. Yeah. You know, so. Huh. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, some, to, yeah. definitely something I want to, I want to learn more about. Um, yeah. Cause I was, I was, I'm, I've been, where you were, where I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to join that TikTok. You kidding me? That's for 14 year old girls. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not jumping yeah. on that. Um, but no, there's, there's a, there's everybody on it. Everybody's on TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bigger than I thought. I thought the same thing. So, so, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's, let's tell me about branded bills. What, what is that? And what is your deal with them? Yeah, I mean, Brandy Bills, they hit me up. They uh, uh, obviously I, I've just been really wearing these like trucker hats. I really like them, you know, and uh, a lot of people there's been a lot of people, influencers that have hit me up on like TikTok and different platforms. Um, but it's always something else. I'm like, you know, but when Brandy Bills hit me up, I'm like, yo, I have a couple of their hats, you know, like that's yeah. I, I do wear that, you know. So that was a big thing for me. I was like, I, I definitely do that. Um, and they were just, you know, just uh, just being able to influence and, and you know, I put out some some, you know, promotional stuff for them. And um, you meet, a, you know, you meet a quota and stuff and you, you're able to just kind of work with them and have a sponsor with them. And uh, it's been going good. It's been going good. So these are some I mean, they're nice hats. So shout out to the branded bills. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, then I've I've seen their stuff for a while. Uh, I, yeah. I've 
I've never actually bought one of their hats, but I've oh, I've actually <laughs> I've actually been close to checking out a couple times. Yeah, they do really good promotion too. You know, a lot, I think a lot of people kind of heard about them, you know and see them and stuff. Um, but yeah, you should get one. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, but I know they. Good. I know they do the state thing, and I'm like, do I do I like Jersey enough to wear the state on my hat? Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, they got some. I mean, they got some cool stuff, some flag, you know, American flags, and just you know, um, patriotic stuff too that I really like. So. Yeah. Um, better be careful being too patriotic. They're gonna think you don't <laughs> love God. Yeah. No, you can you can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> um so all right yeah i want to know um kind of wrapping up on the you know on on your your career side Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. your music side um how can people like get a hold of your merch and stuff like that yeah i got a merch site that's on my uh so i had a website i got to rebuild my website during covid i had a guy who had my website and he 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 lost his company and uh, so my website went down. So I got on one of those Teespring. I got a merch site. And, uh, you know, if you want merch, if you want shirts or hats or anything, you just message me and I can send you a link. Um, and then it's under my YouTube as well. So if you go to my YouTube videos, watch my videos, you can go down and see the store below it. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, man. Sweet. And I know, uh, I know we're kind of going in reverse order now, but uh, I was just reminded that um, we, we talked about this before we started, we started the actual interview, but we didn't actually talk about it in the interview. Your name is rare of breed, not rare breed. Right. right. So, so where'd that come from? Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as, I mean, it's as simple as my name. My name's Rob. So that O in the middle, you know, I was like, you can't omit the O, you know, I was like, rare breed, rare of breed. I'm like, you know, I'm going for it. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, it, there's no rare up breeds, right? Except yeah. one. So I mean, there's a lot of rare breed, rare that, and that. So um, that's just kind of where it came from. Hmm. Yeah. I, I to be totally honest with you, I never knew that until until we talked in this conversation, and I thought it was going to be like some super deep thing that you had for why <laughs> for why you oh, came up with man. it. Oh man. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. F and I tell you what. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah, it's interesting. Though. I'm sure when people see it too, they're like, "Man, that's different." And then they, you know, they're like, "I don't know if that's right," you know. And then they go listen to music. They're like, "Oh, it don't matter," you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely different. That is cool. Yeah, rare breed. Yeah, I like uh, the. I appreciate artist names that uh, that are they stick out because they're different, but you can still spell them first time you hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's a it's kind of a pet peeve of mine when, when an artist comes out and whether they made up their name or whatever, but but you can't spell their name. Like nobody knows how to spell it. That's that's just annoying to me. Right, right. Yeah, there's some crazy names out here too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you uh, I know that you're big on um, which is a really good thing. You're you're big on your family. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so how does, and you recently just started your own business, right? Did. Yep. Yep. Um, 
so how does all that work together with you spending a lot of quality time with your family, starting your own business, um, which has to do with what you used to do for work anyway, right? Right, right. Yeah. See, I've been following for a minute. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great question. I know yeah. you're getting to it. It's a good question. Yeah, go ahead. So, so touch on that. And the music, just, obviously, too. Yeah, just, just being able to balance it all, right? You know, because yeah. it is, man. I think about it daily. I'm like, man, if, you know, I heard somebody say one time, you know, you can give somebody time. Or you're talking about relationships and marriages. They said, hey, you can, if you give them time, you won't necessarily have, you know, you, you'll, you'll have less, you know, money because you're giving more time and more time. But if you want more, you know, you'll have less time for more money and it bigger the bigger thing was i was trying to you know i try to structure my day the best i can and i'm like you know in the morning i know i'm uh, um I, I do not make music in the day. right i like make it at night i just always get creative at night so i know that my at most nights i can go and make music. and we just we just try to balance it the best way possible you know it's been it's been tough you know at times because if i got to go leave for a weekend for shows and then i have a business partner too and you know that that obviously would put some more pressure there so you just kind of have to balance and give and take it's give and take you know and yeah. you just try to hit every dart on the dartboard and my family is huge to me so like it's you know, for me to like, it'd be hard for me to because if I went on, you know, it'd be hard. I'd ask, uh, and I'm like, no, I'm like, you know, so it was just kind of a decision, you know, for different things. I just, hey, what do I value? You know, what makes me happy? You know, not what, you know, so I'm just trying to balance it all, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, you're 31, I'm 30. Um, got, a, I, I have a couple kids, I'm married and all. Um, it is balance, uh, but also being also being open to constantly learning how it can be better. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, I I I know that you know we're, we're you know we're in a, we're in a decent spot with what we do, but I also know that it can be a lot better. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and uh, and definitely a lot of a lot of ways and a lot of areas you know that I still fall short in. Right. Um, so I think just having a, you know, an open, an open mind to, uh, to being aware of those things and, and, uh, and seeing them when they happen so that hopefully you can learn from that and not, you know, not do it again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, kind of holding ourselves accountable too and having self-reflection like, Hey, you know, where are we lacking at? You know, where do we need work? And, uh, just trying to address those and being open and honest. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, well, I think it's uh, I think it's time for you and me to go to bed. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, bro. Let's let's uh, let's let's close this up. But um, I want to do. Uh, I always do kind of like a little rapid fire at the end. Um, so if you just real quickly. Give me, you know, drop me some of your, some of your, uh, your knowledge and resources on, on some of these. So, uh, I like to ask people, um, who are the, who are like your top three authors right now? If, if you're reading, if, if it's not, if it's not books, you know, podcasts or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, I have a, I have some Billy Graham books, you know, Billy Graham's from North Carolina and I, the Billy Graham library is amazing. 
and I just love you know everything he's he's he, he's written. I mean, he has stuff you can go to the thrift store and see a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, just a lot of his stuff, and uh, yeah, man, just you know, just I don't know the word, and um, it's pretty much it, man. The Apostle just Paul to, is one of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, no, that's dope. Uh, no, you know, it's funny, like, I, a lot of times when you ask that question, you know, people do tell you who they're listening to, which ends up being somebody that, uh, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of. Uh, yeah, Billy yeah. Graham, obviously, Billy Graham, obviously, everybody's heard of, but nobody's, nobody's said him before. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some powerful messages. It's crazy to go back to 1970 or something and watch him preach, you know, and hear his stuff. And it's like, bro, that's so true for 2021, you know. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, I, I just like uh, I just recently saw that clip that was going around of of him from I think the 80s, uh, where he was he was doing a crusade thing and and he was he was getting all hype and he was talking about how you know he's like Jesus didn't look like me. He wasn't a white man. Oh yeah, and yeah. and he was and because a lot of people still to this day have that impression that you know so many people go around thinking that Jesus was white. Right. And here Billy Billy Graham was you know thirty forty years ago saying that he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Big white dude on the stage, you know. Yeah. That. that was profound, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. To be honest, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of his people with him, you know, a lot of a lot of white ministers and stuff. They probably pulled him aside, like, "Hey, why'd you, uh, why'd you say that?" Yeah, hey, that wasn't on the list. Going yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. Uh, try to pull that one out, you know, rabbit yeah. out of the hat. Shout out Billy Graham. So, uh, all right, yeah, bro. No um, at the end of this, you know, just plug everything you want to plug. All right, cool. So go ahead. Right now, all right, yeah, 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 good. <laughs> all right, obviously, to find you know, to find any of the music, just just search Rare of Breed uh, on every platform TikTok, Rare of Breed Music, and um, I think you'll like it. You know, there's plenty of albums, plenty of music out there, and uh, go check out Branded Bills and um, my boy Aaron Simpkins, Truth, Strength, Apparel. Hey, all of it. let's go, let's go. All right, bro, appreciate you, man. Yeah, bro, for sure. God bless. Get involved practically in the fight against abortion by supporting and donating preborn.org. So many of us talk about hating abortion, but how many of us actually do something about it, fighting it even if it's just donating your money? Donating and even getting involved with preborn.org is a very easy, very practical way to get in the fight for the most innocent among us. Not only does your support provide ultrasounds and counseling, it also provides maternity clothes, baby clothes, diapers, and formula. More importantly, your sponsorship gives a young mother an opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help fight for that life in the womb that has no voice, and help fight to give hope to that mom and family on the outside of the womb. $28 pays for one ultrasound, where it is found that 80% of moms will choose life if they have seen an ultrasound of their baby. Support at preborn.org. Hey guys, Aaron here. As a first and a last and a whatever else in between you want to do, please support the show in one of the best, easiest, simplest ways you can. 
please rate the show on whatever platform you're listening, uh, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. That has so much to do with with uh, with charts and you know moving moving the show up in the search engines, all this stuff. Uh, but whatever platform you're listening, please rate it. Uh, please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. We greatly appreciate it. I hope this uh, I hope this content is uh, is encouraging, is is uh, life building to you, um, really to just get you to know God more. Um, because as as believers, we want to we we believe that our life is about knowing God and making Him known. So I, I pray that we are doing that for you. And if you could, real quick, just please rate the show, maybe leave a comment even, and and subscribe. Thank you guys. Love you. I'm out.